Do you think you're a comedian? Do you enjoy critiquing sporting events or other things like that? Do you want to make a podcast? Well, let me tell you, Anchor.fm is the easiest place to do so. Everything you need to make a podcast, the tools, the distribution, and the free the free. That's right. I said the free. It is free. If you guys sign up through anchor.fm, you get tools to make your podcast, the distribution through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker. You've even got Google. Everything you need to make a podcast is right there. They make it so, so simple. They explain everything to you. And again, guys, how many times do I have to tell you it's free? So please, I implore you, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today and join me in the fun that is podcasting. How we doing, Spuds and Squirrels? I hope you guys are all having yourselves a fantastic Saturday morning. My friend Eek and I are here to provide you with the Silence's Golden Podcast. We have not actually had an opportunity to do one of these since the, the, what, October or November? We've both been very busy, but here we are finally able to, and Eek even has himself a new setup. He no longer has, like, the goofy thing over his head. He's actually got a nice, uh light blue background behind him with a clock so we, we won't forget what time it is so um i hope you guys are ready for the journey that we are about to go on in this this uh this podcast we have a lot of different things that we have to cover because we've actually not been here for a few weeks and months whatever so here we go we're gonna pop right over to it i'm i'm, I'm done delay yeah. i can buddy? vaguely hear myself good how you doing buddy it, it has we we both been way too busy oh yeah um, so, um, I can hear myself if you want to move you down just a smidge. Um, we have decided that there's going to be a couple things that we're actually going to be talking about. Um, no cheeks, that's not one of them. Um, the Super Bowl is tomorrow, so of course we are going to talk about the Super Bowl tomorrow. We're going to be talking about wrestling. Um, we're going to be talking about Britt Reed, if you guys know who that is. That is the son of Andy Reed. Um, there's quite a few other things we've got going. So we're going to be talking about a few things. Um, the first thing, though, um, is, uh, I think Eek's got his audio. I think I got this shit fixed. All right, cool. I can hear you, but I cannot hear me, so I think like the, I think that's good. Well, while Eek figures that out, um, I do. I have somebody saying that the NFL is rigged, and I, I actually that is that is kind of what um, we're getting at. Um, we we had a discussion shortly before stream started, and uh, <laughs> it 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 was one of those things where like we have had um, we've all had our different you know things happen with football or sports just that where we have our own ideas and our own ideals as to what we think happened um <clears throat> as a packer fan obviously i'm not exactly thrilled with the way that the game went against the buccaneers eek is also um eek is also a packer fan so i'm mean, he's not thrilled either however i did have to point out um that i feel like there was a weird inconsistency with the season um in 2017 the vikings played <clears throat> in their or well okay so um the Vikings played in the NFC Championship game in 2017, which would have been for the 2017 season, 2018 in January, I think, is when uh, it actually occurred. All season long, okay, this was the Vikings' first season in their new stadium. This was the first, like, whatever. They were having a Super Bowl in the stadium. They, whatever. But the fact that they were in the NFC Championship game and not a soul mentioned the fact that the Vikings could be the first team to play a home game in their Super Bowl, okay, Obviously, they lost to Big Dick Nick and the Eagles, and they ended up <clears throat> the Eagles ended up winning the Super Bowl. However, the thing that I pointed out, and I'm trying to make sure that everybody else understands, is 
I noticed all season long, that's all they could say about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, is that they could be the first team to play in their Super Bowl. But I find it funny that the Vikings were literally just as close as the Bucks, And they didn't even mention it then. So, the Bucks didn't even play that good all year either. No, they didn't. They didn't play good until like the last four or five games of the season. Yeah, they it wasn't it wasn't amazingly well. Like they were doing good, but not holy shit Super Bowl contenders at midway through the season. Exactly. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like they they did not play a good season. They did not have a, a good team. It wasn't until all of a sudden inexplicably they have three playoff games that they win because of a of a bad call by a ref. Like I'm sorry, but that that's not a coincidence to me. It's not. It really isn't because yeah. I'm looking at it you know, granted, yes, they beat the Packers to get into this to the playoff Super Bowl, whatever you want to call it. That, yes, I'm a little salty about that. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm saltier at the fact that they let them play the entire game. So many missed calls, so many pass interferences that should have been called and they didn't call it. But that one, that yeah. one, that benefit Tom Brady is the one that yeah. gets called. I'm like, nah, I don't know. Uh-uh. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry, but that was bullshit. Rodgers got hit so many times after the fact. He had face mask call. There was some uh, horse collars that didn't get called. But because Adrian Amos grabbed that dude's jersey for, like, two seconds, they called it. Yeah, it was, it was fun watching him, like, actually let them play. And then the end, when they started calling all these penalties, like, yeah. come on, guys. Well, that's let like, play the entire time, and now you're going to fucking start calling shit? Yeah, that's like a, a wrestling referee uh, deciding that they're going to let, for the first 19 minutes of a 20-minute bout, the wrestlers fight all over the arena. Okay, but they're out in the fucking parking lot, and then they decide to do the 10 count. Yeah. Like, that makes no sense. Like, if, you, if you're if you going to let them play, let them play. If you aren't going to let them play, don't let them play. Don't sit there and for the first four quarters up until the two-minute warning, play, let them play out, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, we're going to call that. No, that ain't how that works. Yeah, that's... <sighs> you're right, Cheeks, there are. But this is, the, like, the main reason why I'm mentioning this game in, in particular is because you could see it even more than any other game okay there were so many other games that that did in fact happen with pretty much i mean i'm not gonna lie just about every single game that had tom brady in it had that happen which is not a coincidence if you ask me but that you know that's why we do these things because this is our opinion we're not like we're you know we're not analysts we don't know stuff this is this fuck it this is our opinion it's how we feel yeah and i mean I personally feel like in the last like 15 years, the NFL is nowhere near where it used to be. Even no. 10 years ago, because I, I remind everybody, it was in fact 10 years ago today that the Packers won Super Bowl 45 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I just got the uh, the memory on my Facebook on how bad the fucking Black Eyed Peas were. Yep, yeah, I remember that. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That was, that was that today. Was terrible Dude, that, that is still, that forever will be my all-time uh, Super Bowl um just so like obviously i don't think people like know too much about like my football fandom but uh Packers and steelers always been my one and two and actually see them in a super bowl was just Mm -hmm. i I couldn't believe that that was pretty remarkable i'll never see it again and it was the first time i came across jordy nelson who'd end up being my favorite player and he just played like not great to begin with he was dropping all these passes and then he started taking off that's exactly what it is like for me, um, my favorite Super Bowl will always be Super Bowl uh, 31, the 97 Super Bowl, 
You had Leroy Butler, Reggie White, Gilbert Brown, Brett Favre, Antonio uh, Freeman, Freeman, uh, uh, Don Beebe. Like, that was their team, man. That was the team. And the the best part is they beat the Patriots with Drew Bledsoe. So, I mean, that makes it great. But for me, that will always be my favorite because that was the first time in my life. I figure we were, what, seven or eight, nine, whenever when that happened. Fourth grade. Yeah. So whatever that was. Yeah. If, if, if we won't put a timestamp on us. So let's see. That'd have been the '96 season. So '97. So that would have been the year. So yeah, I was eight at the time. Yeah. So, um, at that time, was the first time in my life my dad let me stay up late to watch a game. Like I, oh. to be honest with you, like I agree. That was the first time like I actually like remember watching the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I was always aware of it, but yep. I didn't really care about it. And then that year was the year where ever since then it was the big game. Got to watch it. That was every- the game. Yep. I remember. Well, because Packers, a lot of people forget the Packers went to two Super Bowls back to back. They yeah. went to 31 and 32. Granted, they got beat by the, the Broncos in 32 and then the Broncos repeated as well. But the point being, Packers went to two Super Bowls back to back. And the first year was, it's exactly like you said, dude, uh, I was not that big. De- it wasn't a big deal to me. Like it was just, it was just whatever. But, um, my dad being into it, like he was, <clears throat> was, I think what really put me towards it, you know, like re- really made me like, yeah, this is what I want to see. This is what I want to watch. So watching that year. And then the following year was like my first like solid year of watching football and actually understanding what was going on. And like, it was, it was cool. Like it was actually a really, it was an experience, especially for, for a, a young kid like me before I was even 10, like I was experiencing this stuff and this was a bonding experience with my dad. And like ever since then it's taken off. But yeah, I, mean, I look balls. at, I look at the Super Bowl now compared to when we were kids and it's not as much about the game anymore. It's more about the spectacle, and it actually kind of bothers me a little bit because people talk more about the halftime show than they do about the game. Like, who... who the halftime show and the fucking commercials. Who gives a fuck about the halftime show? Talk about the game. I understand... Uh-huh. Well, the commercials can the be fun. The halftime show and the commercials. Yeah, the halftime show and the commercials are typically what people talk about. Any, anything that generates revenue is all they care about now they don't they don't care about the actual game yeah well okay who can tell me besides you because i'm pretty sure you know who it was but who can tell me who the super bowl halftime show was for super bowl 31 well i actually know this i'm not saying it's only rigged now but i feel like it's more obvious now that it's rigged than it was before like if it was rigged before they did a better job of covering it up now they literally just like fuck it we don't care yeah it's all about the halftime show it's all about the commercials yep. um but those of you out there if you're not sure uh it was uh actually eek said you know so go ahead uh looking back now i'm not so sure i think it was it was not cream no 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 not all i want to say either mj or prince i okay. feel was it Prince, no? uh, Prince was, I think, like 2002. No, um, the Super Bowl halftime show for Super Bowl 31 was James Brown, the Blues Brothers, and ZZ Top. Oh. Uh, that was the I've Super Bowl 31. Blues Brothers, no, I would never guess the other two. Mm-hmm. It was Blues Brothers, James Brown, and ZZ Top. That, now that was a hell of a Super Bowl halftime show, but the game still mattered more than the halftime. That was what I still remember. Yeah. I don't know that uh, Justin Timberlake halftime show. That wasn't a terrible one. Only because of the slip. Only because of the slip. It wasn't because of the music. 
slip? There was no fucking slip. It's what they call it. They call it the slip. Yeah, that, wasn't, that wasn't no slip. You don't you don't pull a titty out on TV. And no, call Chiefs, that. it's not only obvious now because it happened to my team. If I wanted to sit there and pretend that it was rigged only because it happened to my team, I'd go back to 2013. Yeah. How's it going, Taylor? But so that's the Super Bowl. Um, I personally, there's no point any. If you ask me, there's no point anyone putting bets down. There's no point in anyone saying I think this team's gonna win or that team's gonna win. The Chiefs won last year. They're gonna let Tom Brady win this year. Okay, Tom Brady at 43 is going to be the first quarterback to win a Super Bowl in his home stadium. And what is it like his eighth, his or seventh ring if he wins? It's gonna happen. Seventh ring if he wins, it's his eleventh appearance. I think it's his tenth. I think that's what I heard during the playoffs. Regardless, he's he's. I thought, I thought he lost three though, because he, he lost two. Yeah, so he's, then he's lost two 11th. to Eli. So then it's his eleventh appearance. I, okay. Because he lost he lost to the Eagles, lost two to the Giants, oh, and the Seahawks too. No, they beat the Seahawks. Remember? Oh, that's, that's right. Because Russ, Russ threw the interception. They had that's right. um, uh, Marshawn Lynch run right. the ball. That's right. Yep. But they yep. fucking threw on the two yard line, and Lynch was running, destroying the defense all game. Yeah. Okay. They got You're right. I remember that now. Yep. Somebody in my chat just said, "So Taylor, toxic." I think you've seen her before. She said, "Apparently, there's a football game at the weekend concert tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Um, I'm going to pop up here. I'm going to just say something that Rich says since we are talking about the Super Bowl. I'm going to make sure that some of what chat gets said um, is put in here. Um, Shakira and J-Lo, though, Cheeks said, was a good uh, was a good Super Bowl, which actually was. It was a very good Super Bowl, I would admit. They're, they're both fantastic singers. Um, Rich said, I will agree with you guys that the pack actually played lights out all year, and it seems skewed that, and yes, money is king, but they also didn't play great that game, and the Bucks were just a bit better that day. I picked Green Bay versus Kansas City, but Tampa Bay still matters and is showing also why he, or Tom Brady, I'm assuming is what he mean by, means by TB, because he says he is still GOAT, and I hate Tom Brady, but he is really good and can't refute that. You're right. You're, you're 100% correct. I agree. I he, absolutely hate Tom Brady, I but you got to respect his game, got to respect yep. what he's done, and especially it, since now he got away from Bill Belichick, oh, and he, he can still made an appearance to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, honestly, like that's the one that that that's how that's why I think like that's like okay, so that makes a lot more sense why they actually would make this happen because it's Brady without the Patriots and Belichick, okay, in the NFC, his first year, he's forty three, and they're playing in the Super Bowl at home. Like that's why I'm honestly thinking like it's gonna go Tom Brady's way. There, that and I don't think there's ever a referee that's gonna be like, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna call that for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. No, no. You, I'm sorry, but like I, Tom Brady knows every single one of these refs. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. I will point out though that, um, yes, Tom Brady is a good quarterback, 100. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that he's not. Um, however, I do not think that he's got the arm that certain quarterbacks do, like Patrick Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers. No, even even Ben it. Roethlisberger has more of an arm than Brady, and he doesn't have much of an arm, is what I'm saying. So, but like the fact of the matter is, is he's kind of like Flutie in that sense. He may not have. All of the tools, but he made it work when he needed to. Yeah, for no, I'm really <laughs> Like athletically, oh, yeah, he's not an athletically good. gifted guy. No, he's not. He's really not. He's a better pitcher than he is a quarterback. But his football IQ is like off the charts. He knows the game, and that he, he can attribute to Belichick. He knows, he knows where to put the ball, and you know, it's his football IQ is off the fucking charts. Yeah, no, hundred percent, but. And I I feel like you're going to be actually kind of uh, happy with this segue. Um, For me, Tom Brady is that type of player that you love to hate. And you and I, being 
wrestling fans, that is the type of people that we have always kind of, uh, we've catered to. Not necessarily catered to, but we like the heels that make you hate them and you realize that they're not actually that bad of a person. But they're a good heel, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's Tom Brady. You know, if, if we had to do the same mentality of wrestling into football, for me, that's Tom Brady. He is the prototypical heel that everyone hates. And I love that. Um, but speaking of wrestling, um, have you, did you see who came back at the rumble? Oh dude. Yeah. Fuck that rumble this year was great. It was so actually a good rumble. Came back. It so was weird. Back. It was actually weird to me because they didn't do the Kofi Kingston, uh, his, his usual save. Like they, they had, they've had oh, him do dude, a save like every year. You know what? He's probably, it's like, I don't know what to do anymore. How much more can he do? Yeah. I mean, last year, last year was kind of terrible. What, what do he do? It was, he ran the uh, barricade. Yeah, but I thought it didn't one year Xavier Woods saved him or something. That was oh well, maybe that was last year. Or it was like it was and either, then he was like walking on like the pancakes. I was just like, yeah, man, yep, that's what I was getting yep. old. Well, getting it was Xavier Woods. He landed on his on his on his shoulder. Yeah, that's what it was. He landed on his shoulders and then he got back in the ring. But I feel like that's just a, that's for me as a way for Kofi Kingston to just be creative, if you ask me. Yeah, you know I mean? no, it's it's. That was one of the fun things about him too. Like early, early on, before like he get really took off with that was remember his fake. You know, what what was Kofi gonna do this year? But now it's all right. What's Kofi gonna do this yeah. year? It's like they expect it, you know, and that's that's the yeah. biggest reason why they ended up being like, no, nah, we're not gonna do that anymore because like people expect it. But um, I personally, I mean, uh, the stream, everybody out there, you guys know, I have no love for WWE. There, there's no love there. I do not want to give Vince McMahon any more money than he's already got because I personally believe that he's run the wrestling industry into the dirt because everyone's trying to do what they do. And I personally believe that WWE should not be the standard for wrestling, but that's, that's me. But I did see for me, my, my big excitement, the thing that made me super duper excited, uh, is Christian coming back. That made me super happy. It's like, oh man, Captain charisma, Captain charisma himself. Captain man. Charisma's the, back. The thing that made me, the thing that made me really happy though, was the look edge gave him when he came into the ring, like the look edge had on his face when he was like, Oh my God, it's my brother. Like granted they knew, you know, but the acting alone is why I think edge will always be one of my favorite wrestlers because that man does not matter what he does, whether it's trying to hold a rock over the Highlander's head or a live sex show. That man is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, it's also the, you know, Christian had a similar road path that edge had come back. He had to retire early for what concussions. Uh, his neck. And that's, or wait, no, that was edge. I thought, yeah, I think it was concussion then. Yeah. And coming back from concussions, getting clear with concussions with CTE. Now it's not an easy path to get cleared for. And he he did it. He did. So did uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle also, he's technically cleared to wrestle now, but he's not going to. Yeah, no, he's not going to. But that I think is one of those things. So like, so for me with wrestling, I've obviously gotten back into wrestling since AEW started back up in 2019. And I've really been excited about that because not only is AEW making waves in the wrestling industry, but they're doing something that a lot of, of these big organizations that went to television never did. And they're still working with the independents. You've got, you've got impact wrestling, which to me, it's not an independent because they consider themselves a major promotion now because of their, their television, this and that, whatever. But they are independent. At yeah. This point. Yeah. The way like, I see them is they are technically independent. 10 years ago, not all independent. Yeah. Now when your soul at your soul provider to get on television is a streaming service or Twitch. Well, they, they have actual TV. They have actual TV. They know. Yeah. AXS. There was a while they were on Twitch. Yep. Like that was their sole performance. No, they got their an actual platform was Twitch. Yep. They got an actual TV deal now. AXS is what it's called or Axis. Um, but, uh, and then New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to start doing their shows on the Roku channel, 
which makes me happy because uh, you know me, guys. I'm a Roku guy, so I'm like, yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to have a weekly show I can watch. Fuck yes. And so for me, that makes me super excited because New Japan Pro Wrestling, that to me is like next to ROH is one of the premier independent wrestling organizations in the world because New Japan and ROH, actually, they work together. That's that's They're, they're joined together as well. So when you think about it, you've got... You've got AEW All Elite Wrestling, for those out there that are, that are not aware, that is a thing that was started up by Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, with the, with the help. owner of the, was it Tony Khan, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner? Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner's son. Owner's son? Because Shaka Khan, I believe, or Shad Khan, something like that, it's an S, is the owner of the Jaguars. His son, awesome Tony. Khan. Awesome Khan, yeah. Actually, she's going to be in the tournament. I saw. Um, well, she she appeared like three weeks after they started Randy. on um, TNT. Yeah, she's a um, she's actually a personality or a, um, what the hell do they call them? Um, a talent, whatever. She helps the trainer. Yeah, developer. Well, no, she's not a she's not a trainer, but she does like she helps keep like up with the women's talent and whatnot. Like she brings them in and stuff like that. Kind of like how Aaron Anderson does things with the men's talent. Yeah. So, but I think that's awesome. So, like, they're doing a thing where you got New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, not only is New Japan Pro Wrestling, like, what they are, but they work with ROH and MLW and Dragon's Gate. And, I mean, there's so many different organizations that, that they work with because they actually are trying to make an expansion into the States. So, that itself is, like, that makes me just super excited because, like, there's so much wrestling on the horizon. You had Kenta attacking John Moxley on AEW Dynamite this last week, and that made me just, like... I'm I'm excited. I'm happy. Like uh, this is it, it. It reminds me of when we were teenagers again. When it comes to wrestling, because like I'm actually like looking into wrestlers. Like I'm looking on YouTube to see people wrestle. Like I went into a, I went and looked at a bunch of Ray Phoenix matches just because like that dude just oh man he's it's the the the, the business needs to cross the the cross promotion yeah like WWE's perspective of nothing exists outside yep. of WWE. I hate that. It's terrible. Yeah. I hate that. It's terrible. Exactly. And then they bring in someone like, you know, like um, AJ Styles or never CM promoted him. And the, the building goes off. He gets a massive pop. Same with uh, Adam Cole's NXT debut a couple years ago. We did the Adam Cole Bay Bay and the entire stadium. Oh, yeah. It's just it's just like obviously WWE's got to like realize that there's other talent, other organizations out there. They're not yeah. the only one. And that's the and thing. The audience isn't stupid. When... They know they're not the only one. And I was actually just about to, to mention that. That was the one thing that always turned me off of WWE television because Vince has this, like, the audience is stupid mentality, and I honestly fucking hate that. Like, yeah. when when there are two wrestlers backstage talking about a, uh, uh, a method to take somebody out and there's a cameraman standing there and they pretend like the cameraman's not... I'm sorry, but they're, you are not going to miss a guy that has this big, gigantic fucking camera on his shoulder. They, we're not that... We're not stupid, Vince McMahon. I'm sorry, but we're not. We are not idiots. We're not going to sit there and be like, yeah, oh, that's totally plausible. Yeah. Unscripted television is totally plausible. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's... Even, even just... WWE's product is just so stale. Yeah, it's just like, the same thing over like and over. All the the camera tricks they're that trying to do, it's like just. I will stop. admit the new 8K camera that 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 that's cool. I like seeing that. That's pretty neat. Have you seen that yet? The which one? The 8K camera no, that they use. Holy shit! It makes no. things crazy, man. The perspective they had, they used it on one of Jeff's entrances one time, and like the lights with it. I mean, like the 8K. It's it's just it's. It is a spectacle. I'll admit that. Like the Thunderdome or whatever they're calling the WWE's little whatever. 
Um, it is a spectacle to see. They, I mean, Vince having all the money that he does is obviously helping him out a lot, and it's making things make it easier for him. But if you ask me, um, uh, Taylor, don't sit there and talk crap about wrestlers, because I'm gonna tell you right now, they can act better than most people. Stars. That's funny. I'm tell you that right now. That's really funny. Tell you that. Well, I mean, do you want to listen to me moan? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, though, I mean, like, when it comes down to it, wrestling, it is, there are politics to wrestling that I feel like Vince McMahon takes 100% way too seriously. And when it comes down to it, like, I will not turn to watch WWE television again until Vince is no longer in charge. I don't care if that takes 50 years. I'm not going to watch WWE television until Vince McMahon is no longer in charge of the product because it is stale. Um, it, like you said, I, it's it's not it's nothing to like sit there and write home about, man. When we were kids, I remember sitting there and like we would watch Monday Night Nitro and Raw and like we would talk about it. We were excited for it, right? Like there was on Friday nights before school was out, we would sit at our, our desk and be like, yeah, I can't wait for Monday. Like who fucking ex- who's excited for Monday? <laughs> like that's the thing is like back when we were kids like we were excited for monday because that meant from seven to nine and then ten eventually when they were starting to fight with them you had monday night nitro and then from eight to ten you had monday night raw it was like the best time to be alive as a kid like ah, you guys don't understand but yeah i feel like with with what tony khan cody and all of them are doing with aew they are giving you a different product that is not sitting there saying you know we think you're stupid we are wrestlers. This is a wrestling organization put on by wrestlers for wrestling fans. And that's that's what it needs to be. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm happy that Edge is back and Edge is looking shredded. Like Jacked. Jack City fuck. is Edge. Like, I get he's been doing them, but working out for the last couple mm. years and keeping in shape. But, damn, Jack City. Ah, that man is like, holy moly. But. But who else came out all looking jacked as fuck? Oh my god, Carlito, he is fucking jacked. Carlito, cool. What is it? He, what was it? He used to say, "You're not cool." His, he was rocking his dad bod his last couple of years. He comes back. He's got a fucking six pack. He's defined. It's fucking a dude. Damn, bro. Carlito's looking like Dude, Carlito shit. looks good. Like he looks like he's um, thick. I don't know if I would say he's in the best shape of his career. But he's definitely in a better shape than we've seen him. Like even, even when he debuted back in like what was it oh five or six or some shit? I'm curious, when did he? Dude, debut? he is. He's thick. He's thick right now, and it's a good kind of thick. We're gonna look this up real quick here. We're gonna look up and see Carlito Cool WWE debut original. The original 2004 October 2004. So you're right. You're, that was really that was damn close. I wasn't right, but I was close. It was, it was that time. You know, you said about 2005, which about 2005 is jacked, man. Oh, and uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but the Hurricane also made a debut. Or not a debut, but an appearance at the Red Yeah, the Red but he does it every year now. Yeah, he does. Well, he works for you know WWE. I mean? So it's nothing special to Hurricane. So here, this is this is Carlito and now. Hurricane is not fucking jacked. No, hurricane no, was not. the wrong kind of thickness. He was down with the thickness. Shane Helms has always been a thick boy. <laughs> but this is, this is Carlito now. This was him at the Rumble this past Sunday. Um... I mean, he's he's gotten bigger. Like you guys can see it definitively bigger. He's a bigger dude now, but yeah. like he's fucking jacked. Like he looks like he's about to pick up the big show and fucking throw him around the ring. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. 
Yeah, but it, like with, with Hurricane, it's you you know he's coming out every year. Oh, yeah. You know before before Ray Mysterio came back full time, he was the same way. Yep. You know yeah. Ray was going to make an appearance at the Rumble. Did Ray actually lose his eye? No, he has it with all the mass the thing in now. That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. I just that's what I mean. <laughs> you you see it all the time, and like there's never anything, and they've actually done a pretty good job about that. And I will I will agree. They don't even they don't even bring up anymore. He wears his mask with all that black eye patch now. They don't even bring it up. Okay, well that's good. Um. I will and point out like, though that everybody watched that? Did you watch that spot um, where he lost his eye and it was like yeah from yeah I saw that yeah it was, it was just crazy. that was just so t- it, it, it's shit like it's, that it's, with WWE yeah. it's like that's so fucking stale and that's what I mean is like Vince thinks we're stupid like I'm sorry but there is no fucking way that they are going to sit there and put a camera in Rey Mysterio's face when his eye is supposedly hanging from his face yeah. I'm sorry. The doctor be like, get the fuck out of my way. I need to figure this out like right now. There's no you way. Same with the, uh, you know, the, the, lighting the Raymond, Orin 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 Yep. Yeah. We're lighting him on fire. Like, are you kidding me? You can just tell it's his fucking mannequin doll. I'm like, Jesus. Like, then, I'm like, like I'm then, cringing just watching this shit. Have you seen the Alexa Bliss stuff now? Oh, dude, Alexa Bliss is so fucking smoking hot. She is, but she, have you seen what they're she doing? She can do whatever she wants. I'm okay with it as long as I can see her on TV. <laughs> she can be part of the shittiest fucking storyline. She's as got this, she's got this fiend character now too, like Bray Wyatt. That's gonna be cool though if they can she's pull that off. It, though she's she has been using. If they can it. pull it off. That's gonna be sweet. I, I don't know. But oh she's God, she's my she's my house. like <laughs> she's my leader of today. Yeah, okay. As long as she's on TV, that's all I care. I saw Mickey came back. Yeah, uh, I think she's with TNA. But for me, my Lita of today, that there is a wrestler that can do no wrong that I absolutely fucking love is Thunder Rosa. Okay, she's the former NWA Women's Champion. Oh, are you talking like talent or are you talking like just physical appearance? Both. Both? She is phenomenal. Um, uh, Vince attempted to fake his death. And then literally the following week, uh, Chris Benoit and that whole shit happened so that he came back like yeah this isn't this wasn't a good idea <laughs> yeah that was that was fucked it was what 2006 2007 he got in like it was the weirdest segment of his of all 2007 that was about the time I was just like yeah this is getting weird <laughs> yeah and like his exit out to limousine you remember like his everyone foot? was like lined up in the hallway yeah and he walking through and you're like what the fuck and then uh and then he the crane the explosion and the foot like he gets in and like his foot stays for a second and then put goes in and then goes back like it like come on dude do you guys really think that yeah, we're that dude, stupid it, was, it that was one of those things that it was like awkward just to watch too yeah exactly it was it was it was so fucking awkward because it's like being like especially for us like we grew up watching wrestling at that point we were like 17 18 19 somewhere in there and we're looking at this like the fuck did we just watch? There's no way that they're going to broadcast and not have a fucking story about Vince McMahon blowing the fuck up. And the thing, here's the thing that made me chuckle. They do that. And then the following day, there's nothing on the news. Yeah. Nothing. I'm sitting there. I'm like, would you not think that if Vince McMahon actually blew up, would he not be on the news? <laughs> it's, 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 if you just want to drop your character, just quit writing them on TV. People forget about it. Yeah. I mean, they do it all the fucking time. They do it all the time. Yep. Like I said, especially, they're writing especially. a character and you forget about them. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about them until either they make a return, yep. or you just completely forget about them. And then they get fucking released. Like, um, who they just released? Uh, Lars, that Lars Sullivan guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Who they just literally just released him like a week ago, but he's been off TV since October. Yep, yep. And people completely forgot about him. Mm-hmm. 
until well, like they have by way released him like a couple weeks ago. That's like the hurricane. I mean, granted, he doesn't he's not like prevalent on TV, but people always forget about him until he pops back up. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a talent guy. He works he, explosion. Yeah, exactly. He was never really an enigmatic guy. I mean, like people love the hurricane. You know, what you talking about? But that was about it. Like he's he's oh, known God, for his gimmick. The Rock and the Hurricane segment, my favorite, one of my favorite segments of all time. Dude, when he hit the choke, you guys haven't rock. seen it. You guys have to YouTube it. The Rock, the Hurricane. It's like a five minute segment. That feud itself is hilarious. I like that feud entirely. That was after the Rock came back from his first like stint as a movie star. And came back to yeah. wrestling, like 2003, 2002 or so. Something like that. And yeah, no, it was fantastic because, like, there was a whole angle that, that Hurricane was playing where, like, he was also supposed to be, like, this reporter when he wasn't in the ring. So, like, he was a superhero, right? He was like Superman, so he had, like, a reporter gimmick when he wasn't in the ring, and then he had his superhero gimmick when he was in the ring. And he'd, like, go and he'd, like, try to interview The Rock, and he'd say something along the lines of The Rock. You just did this, blah, blah, blah. What's up with that? And, like, he'd stick a microphone in the dude's face. Like, it was, I loved it. What's up with that? Dude, that was, that was great. Um, but yeah, no, so, um, that one kind of, that, that, when it comes to wrestling, I'm really excited about the way wrestling's going. Um, so I'm really happy about that. The Kenny Omega going to heel is really making me happy. The impact AEW crossover is making me happy. And like, so wrestling is becoming what it used to be. And I'm just very, very excited about that. But we are, we have definitely gotten off the beaten path (laughs) a little bit. Um, but uh, so you you actually brought something up to me right before we started um, that I'm gonna let you talk about because I actually I didn't I didn't know much about it I just saw it on the news this morning um, but you actually looked into it the the Britt Reed thing oh Britt Reed the um, uh, the outside linebacker coach for the Chiefs uh, the son of Andy Reed the head coach got in a car accident bro what happened he, uh, there was so apparently this this car is like a Chevy Impala or something. Uh, was making exits off the exit lane, off a freeway, ran out of gas. And they had people come and help them. And he came along the highway and clipped a couple cars. And uh, he sent two children to the hospital, one with non-life-threatening injuries, which is good. Uh, The other one was like a four-year-old with life-threatening injuries. Like they got emergency lifted to uh, to a hospital. Um, and I just was looking it up when, when you, uh, when we we're talking about this earlier, um, they didn't have a whole lot to say about it this morning, but now they're saying intoxication. He had a prescription Adderall that he was on. So not How old good. is this man? His son. Oh shit. I don't know. Let's fucking look it up. I don't think he's that old. I really don't. I mean, if he's, if he's our age and still taking Adderall, like bro. How old is the guy? Want to take a guess? Take a guess. Uh, I'll say like he he can't be he can't be much older than us. So I'll say forties. Ooh, close. Not really. Thirty-five. Oh well. Damn, really? He's only a couple years older than us, huh? Thirty-five. Yeah, a couple years older. How old is fucking Andy Reid? Good lord. <laughs> oh, let's look that up, man. <laughs> this is why we have the internet. We can look things up. <laughs> Sixty-two. But, okay, so that makes sense. But see this. Are they? I mean, he's still going to be on the sideline tomorrow, isn't he? I don't know. I'm willing to bet he'll still end I, up on the sideline. He, he might, but I don't know. I mean, what would that look like if the Chiefs let him play with that, this investigation? Well, the fucking Bucks have Antonio Brown. Yeah, how fucked is that, dude? Bucks, <laughs> how much cap space do the Bucks have to get Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Brown Gronk? And Tom Brady? Who, don't, don't they have um, – they've got um, Mike Evans too, right? 
the receiver. Yeah, but he's been with the, he's been with the the Tampa Bay since he got drafted. He doesn't count. Has he? Oh, I suppose he has. Yeah. Um. What about their their running back that that Ronald or whatever? I'll look that up. I'm not sure when he got there, but I know Mike Evans. He's been he's been Tampa Bay his entire career. He doesn't count. They picked he up. They, he was with them and they fucking sucked with Jameis Winston. That's true. That's oh, fair. who picked up Le'Veon Bell? Was that was that Kansas City? East. That was okay. That's what I thought. He's have Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah. So they but go. he hasn't been performed that good no, the last no. couple of years. It's not like he's been the the dominant performance he was the last couple of years. And same with um, uh, Todd Gurley with Atlanta. He hasn't really been performing. Todd Gurley, that one, yeah, that one kind of makes me a little. That was that was such a shock to see them like just drop him like they did the the Rams. I was so confused. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then he got picked up by Atlanta, and now he's not really doing much by Atlanta. So that makes it makes total sense. <laughs> it makes yeah. total sense. So, yeah. um, but yeah, that one, uh, let's hope that the kids are okay. Um, life-threatening and life or non-life-threatening. Let's hope they're okay. And let's hope they're scary like, for fucking four-year-old. Death or something. Yeah. That's for a four-year-old. That is good Lord. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's stop with the heavy stuff and we'll, we'll go back and we'll start talking about things. Um, what have you been up to Mr. Eek? You, you've been busy and I've been busy. So, you Oh yeah. Jeez. Last time we talked was last, when last time we did this October. It was like right before you guys bought the house. Yep, so I just bought a house, beautiful house, um, three bedroom, three baths, love it, um, cost a shit ton, um, right for this polar vortex, I got, I got, I got heated floors, my toesies are getting me warm. Toesy toesies. My toesies. Um, yeah, dude, uh, I bought a house, um, and then the, the job I'm in is the shipping industry, so right after we bought the house, it's that time of year where we're beyond busy, so. Four hours night. Yeah, three hours sleep a night, six, seven hour days, fifteen hours some, fifteen, sixteen hour days, depending on on the day of the week. It was uh, I was just I was crazy busy. Um, just what was that? Did you make a switch then or no? Yeah, bro. Um, I just uh, just left my previous job. I was at for eight years. Worked my way up to mid level manager, and now I'm a uh, operations manager for. Uh, one of our entities that we had, uh, one of our contractors, which we just got awarded a North Carolina um, line haul contract for free, which is awesome because nobody got to pay for that shit. But um, the company that we're now contracted with, my former employer, which I don't want to, I'm not going to name names or anything. If you know me well enough, you know where I've been working. Um, they basically were handing this shit out like fucking candy. So <laughs> hey, we're grabbing little pieces. We're, we're putting our fingers in the in the. Ch- cookie jar everywhere um put an offer in ocala florida yep. north carolina which we were just awarded atlanta georgia um dallas fort worth area and there's one more nashville tennessee nice so nice. we put offers in fucking anywhere we can um so that and my background the thing again what was that does that mean you're gonna be doing the jet setting thing again oh i, I hope not <laughs> but we'll see it's nice getting fucking paid oh, yeah. bro getting paid for this overtime i'll be putting in um and my new my new uh my new boss matt fucking good guy treats me right paying me good good um i got a free tablet on the way he hooked me up with a tablet just so i can help manage his business from afar yeah it's uh we got a lot of good things going on for this company i work for and that was one of the things that i saw was you know this company i'm working for and the potential where this guy's going and like the sky's the limit right now for us and we're we're putting offers in everywhere, P and yeah. routes, you know, pick up delivery, um, line haul routes. So good. Just, just change jobs. Been doing that for about a little, 
a week, week and a half now. I can love it. I've gotten the most sleep I've gotten. I've had more time uh, with my fiance, Sarah. I've been dropping your stream more often now. Oh, yeah. um, it's just nice not having to work those 60, 80 hour weeks anymore. Yeah, I, I can't blame you there. That would get, I mean, when I was at the pizza place, that was getting tiring, man. I was working way too much. So I understand 100%. I'm really happy that you're able to get that and a lot less stress on you and Sarah, I'm sure, because, you know, when she doesn't get to see you that often, I'm sure that doesn't help. So I'm glad. Yeah. That's good. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy uh, you know, leaving leaving FedEx and, or I guess I just dropped where my poor employer was now. <laughs> it's okay. I'll edit uh, it out in the uh, I got that, uh, I got a nice closing or leaving package with my pension. I got, hey, a, hey. I got about a 10 grand paycheck that just got paid out to me. Fuck yeah, dude. Nice. For my for my salary, my vacation they had to pay out, and my pension. I just got like a 10 grand paycheck. Fuck yeah, Fuck brother. Yeah. That's good. I love to hear that. Love to hear that my friends get paid. Yeah. So, well, what have you been up to, man? What, what's been going on in your world in the coffee joint? Um, well, actually, I've been doing things outside of the coffee joint. So aside from like the stream thing itself, uh, I've decided that I'm going to start doing like edited versions of the stream. So like when I stream, I'm going to edit it down, put it up on YouTube. Um, but uh, I decided to go back to school. Good for you. What you going for school for? Um, at the moment, I'm in for accounting, but it's just because I'm trying to get classes that will help me. But I eventually want to go into civil and justice work with a minor in communication. There you go. Um, kind of Good one of those where I do a lot for other people as it is, so I might as well do it like a professional. <laughs> so it's kind of, I thought about it at that point. And, um, I'm actually going uh, to LCO. There you go. Going so, back to the home. Yeah. Hometown. Um, those of you out there that aren't aware, um, Eek and I are from a town in northwestern Wisconsin called Hayward. There is a reservation there um, called the Lakota Ray Reservation, um, or as we call it, LCO. They have a college out there that they're actually in the process of building dorms for, so they can go to uh, they can go to a four year. Um, I'm not going to be a C. I'm not going to be a, a, a CPA. I'm not. I'm not doing that. My, that was the first thing my mother said when she heard about me my going taxes. for accounting was taxes, and I'm like, hell no, I ain't doing people's taxes. I hate doing. Do you want to do mine? I, I hate. Huh. This is be the first year I'm gonna go get them professionally done. Now that I bought my house. Yeah, you're. You I got. I got way too much stuff now with my taxes. Me first time I'm getting paid, get my taxes done. No, that's that's the first thing my mom said when she saw that I was going for accounting was that you can do my taxes and. I was like, no, I'm only going to be in accounting for like these two semesters and then I'm going to be switching it up because I just want, there's like three, there's three or four classes that I wanted to get that was like specific to the accounting course. So I'm, I just want to get those done and then jump over because it'll actually help me. There's like a yeah. writing course and then there's another one where it's like a understanding of um, terminologies and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different things that I'm trying to like, okay, well, I want that class. I want that class. I want that class. So um, you just kind of like you're custom building your degree. Pretty much it. Um, I'm at that point where I'm custom building it until I eventually say, okay, well, I've got everything I need to know now. Now I'm going to say, okay, well, this is going to be my major and this is what I'm going to actually take care of. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like that would actually be, it'll be not necessarily good for me, but it, it definitely has given me something else to kind of look at because I've, I've felt for a while like there's just something else that I should do and I feel like that'd be it. Um, this isn't my first go around with school. I've done it a couple times and um, <laughs> my, my student uh, advisor when I told her this would be my fourth time in school. Um, and she's like, have you completed? And I'm like, well, technically right now I'm three for three. So let's hope I go four for four. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be kind of a, a, a task for me to fail this one out because it's all on my own. I can do everything. It's zoom. You know, I call in, I do the classes, whatever. And, um, I think I give some of my instructors a conundrum because I, I take things to a different level. Like my college writing class, 
for an instance, we're gonna. This is just an instance. Um, in my college writing class, he gave us a prompt that he wanted us to do our own interpretation of it. And he, what he did, it was the shortest short story ever told. And I'm gonna write it in my chat so you can actually see it. But what I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'll write it and then I'll say it. Um, so the shortest short story ever told is "For Sale, Baby Shoes Never Worn." Now a lot of people would take you know whatever you want a lot of people say that to the dark whatever like their mind immediately goes to the the, the negative um but what he wanted us to do is he wanted us to write a little prompt kind of thing to in in comparison to that so instead of doing like everybody else you know and telling a story of this or a story of that i kind of did a more of a persuasive thing and i said why why do babies have shoes they don't walk why do they have shoes and you told he's warm well that's what socks are for but that's like i i went in a different direction with it and like when he read it he was like huh i'll just say like the first thing i thought of when i when you heard you say baby short baby shoes never worn was like oh shit they just lost their kid yep that's what i think he was expecting i went fucking dark it Mm -hmm. was it was like why would you buy something for a kid never worn it now you're selling it it's what happened to the kid for me though the way that i i played it was uh I think the the way like the whole thing was um, why do they make shoes for infants? They never actually wear them because they don't walk around. So it makes you wonder how many baby shoes get sold having never been worn. And he like his the moment that he read that he kind of looked at me like, "You're one of them." <laughs> what do you mean one of them? <laughs> so it's actually been fun for me. I've have I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's helped me open my my eyes to different things, and I've started to see different things, and I'm starting to like wider perspective. Yeah, exactly. It's a different perspective because I mean, before I had a perspective from this and perspective from that, but now I'm getting a higher education again. And not only am I getting a higher education, but I'm also getting a higher education from back home. So it, it just it, it's nice for me to be able to connect with back home again. And but of course everyone as soon as they heard that I was going to school at LCL they're like does that mean you're moving back to Wisconsin? Nope. <laughs> I'll move back to Wisconsin when Wisconsin makes the thing in this jar at least decriminalized. At the very least. So, but I yeah, don't. I love Wisconsin. Don't get me wrong. Like I'll always be a Scotty. But I think. I mean, Sarah talk about this all the time. Wisconsin's so far behind. I, when I went to Tampa for those six, eight weeks, I fucking love Florida. Uh, Florida's like, that's like me with New Orleans. I love. That's gonna be one of my end goals is to get get me and Sarah down to Florida. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't doubt that. I mean, that's that should be a good goal. I mean, like that's that's the way I am with New Orleans, man. I love Nola. I, I if 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 I have. A choice, I will retire in New Orleans. That will be where I retire. Yeah, see, like, I don't even want to retire. Like, I just want to... Before we bought this house, it was... We had a lot of conversations on uh, where we saw where we saw ourselves 10-some years with kids. And, man, I tried to push that Florida card hard. <laughs> Give it she time. About that. Give it time. She just didn't want to be that far away from her parents, and I get it. Give and it time. Same with, like, my mom is, like... Uh, she doesn't want me to go to Florida to be that far away, but um, 
God damn, dude, I fucking love Florida and yeah. Tampa. Florida, um, I, I had a lot of fun when I was down there. It's a great area to be. Same thing with, uh, I mean, that panhandle area, Tampa down to Orlando, and then just when you go all the way down towards, like, the Gulf. I mean, I just like the Gulf side. Uh, don't, I'm nothing against the ocean, but I like the Gulf side of Florida and whatnot. I just like oh, the Oh, same here. Like, like, it's beautiful. I, I tell people, I like, I'm in, I'm, you know, I want to move there. And like, oh, well, hurricanes. I'm like, yeah, well. They're prepared for if it. If you look at it. The Gulf side of of Florida. So you got your Tampa, your Clearwater, your Sarasota, all that, all that area. Bradenton. That's the that's the area they, that I spent a lot of time in is Bradenton. They haven't been hit directly yep. from a hurricane in like a hundred years. Even even when always the Katrina ocean side that gets hit. Yeah, even when Katrina came through, they didn't get that much damage. They got a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, much. no, they get they get rain and wind, hundred percent. Yeah, but hundred percent. Actually, like impact apocalypse to do. Great. The the. That the Gulf side of Florida has not been hit directly by a hurricane. I mean, in like some years. Even with the knowledge of Katrina happening, I would still I'm live in New Orleans. Orleans. I, I still would. I don't even fuck. I still oh, yeah. would. But see, my thing, like, I'm sitting here and thinking, like, if you live on the Gulf side of Florida and I live in New Orleans, you know what I could do, right? I could just take a speedboat and go across. <laughs> just take the Gulf. Take you a while. <laughs> I don't care. It'd take me a lot shorter time than if I were to drive. Yeah. Just take the me me me. I mean, you know what I, I the, the the Gulf of Mexico isn't that deep either. No, Did you know not, that? Yeah, I, I, I learned that, that when I was in Florida. I went. Um, uh, that's why barbers run yep. sandbars all the time. Yep, they're like it's not that deep. It's really not that deep. It's because it's, it's just a runoff. Like it's not actually even supposed to be like it's not supposed to be a land of a landmass or whatever. Because from mm-hmm. what if you look at it like if you look at like the the topography map or whatever, you can see that like. New Orleans and them, they it goes further down the Gulf than it actually does. Like if you look at the the way that the the ground goes, like the Earth, like you can see that if the water wasn't so high, it, it would go a lot further down. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's just it, to me, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm one of those adventurer types. I like to learn things and see all the different stuff that people haven't seen before. And man, you guys, the ocean, there is so much people have no idea. Oh, it's there's like what they're saying like eighty percent of the ocean hasn't even been. I thought it was ninety. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a high number. Yeah, it's a high it's number. A very high number. I thought it was ninety. But it could be eighty. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's a very high number, whichever whatever number yeah. it is. It's, it's we've barely scratched the surface of like the ocean. Well, I mean, the Marianas Trench is what? How many miles deep? I mean, there's no way anyone can even go down there. Uh, yeah, it's like what? uh mount everest and a half yeah something like that something yeah. like that mm-hmm. like mount everest is not even close to touching it yep like you could put mount everest down there and you'd still have to put another mountain and a half or something like it's yeah it's fucking it's huge. huge yeah but that's the thing is what i'm saying is that like, we don't have the technology to know what's going on yet so i mean it just makes you kind of look at it like man imagine what we don't know imagine like what we do know and then put in contrast what we don't know and you'll you'll find that there's a lot we don't know compared to what we do so um it's it's awesome even just like our past uh our past ancestors and stuff like that man it's seven miles thank you apocalypse it's seven miles deep that's what he says he says oh seven miles deep that is a long way down (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, imagine that too, because as you go deeper into the trench too, it's all pressure too. So the further you go down, the yeah. More pressure well, did is. you see? Um, God, what is it? Uh, there's a fish, the blobfish. Is that what the fuck? Oh. I just the blobfish. There, I mean, I know there's a fish that lives down there. Yeah, and it just looks it all. Just looks it's so dark down there. They have a little light. Yeah. So this guy, 
Oh yeah, it, it looks like a human face. It's all meh. yeah, but he only looks that way because he's from that area trench, yeah, of, of the, the trench because of the pressure. Yeah. But when you put him down and is like where he's supposed to be, it's natural and it, he looks he, he looks, looks like normal. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like if we bring stuff up, like if we bring certain things from, like when you look below the water, you know how like if you're looking at from above the water, you're looking at something and like it's all displaced and whatever, and you bring it above the water and it actually looks normal. It's because of the prism effect and all that. Yeah, like that. That's the blobfish when he's under when he's under the right pressure. He only looks he only looks fucked up because oh, once you right. take him out of pressure and the gravity, you know, like. Yeah, because yeah. the gravity up up here, I mean, it's different. Yeah. Up there. It is, I understand that too. It's it's the same as like. Uh, um, like the, like the fish, the like fish with their, their pigment and stuff, like a lot of them down in the trench or, you know, the very deep, deep, deep water there, they don't have any pigment. They're translucent. No, and they got like the luminescence. Yeah. Like yeah. Yep. So, yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. 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 You're on yep. the right You're path right. as me. So. so I think that I stuff think is cool. I'm looking cool. forward to what else they come out with there. Um, but, uh, we are getting to the end of our time here, man. Is, uh, is there anything else you want to throw out there? No, just glad we got this up and rolling again, man. Oh, yeah. It was a uh, it was a hot minute before we did, but uh, you know now that the busy time's over, a job switch, and we'll we'll have more time for this. Oh yeah, so I mean, the idea is still going to be uh, the first Saturday of every month. We are going to record the podcast, and by the second Saturday, we will have the podcast up on Anchor, and you guys will be able to get that at most places that you can find podcasts. Um, so that means by next. Saturday the thirteenth. This will be live. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to do this more. Um, these podcasts are fun to do because it actually gives you and I an opportunity to sit down and talk about stuff that we are really excited about. So, well, that too, it's like, God, we do, we haven't really had a chance to like sit down and just chit chat. We're not yeah, the type yeah. of people that like call each other. Yeah, we don't really. Like really we'll we'll shoot texts. We'll snap each other. You know, we'll send you know each other dick pics and everything like that. But uh, um, speaking of which, I yeah, need to find my Dick Cheney picture. <laughs> but uh no it's just good to sit down and bs with you yeah no yeah. that's always what the fun thing is i mean a lot of a lot of podcasts are just people bullshit with their friends friends that's yeah that was that was the point behind this when we first started talking about it just wages the bs yeah exactly and i mean it's it's a lot of fun um i'm hoping that uh in the next couple of podcasts that we do we can actually record live from from your house because you said you have an office that you're working on yeah, one of my uh, one of my three bedrooms. I'm trying to convert it to a nice little streaming podcasting room. I guess. Oh, yeah. So I'm uh, I gotta do the switch with mine. So as I do that, I'll, I'll throw out ideas at you because I've got stuff that I gotta do too. <laughs> yeah, I we just gotta move some stuff around and get some stuff in there. And away we go. Hell yeah, brother. All right, well, this is going to be the end of the podcast. I am going to close out of the window with my buddy Eek here. So everybody out in the streamland, thank you guys very much for hanging out with me and my buddy Eek. Um, we will definitely be back the, what is the first Saturday? Actually, ironically enough, March 6th. So exactly one week, one month from today, on the 6th of March, will be the next time that we record. Um, and hopefully we can get everything in order so either i will be uh on location and Eek and i will be together or it'll be something similar to this one way or another we're going to be doing this again um, i'd be pretty cool if you get to come here that'd be cool I'd, I'd like to i have a lot of things i have to get in order for it though but um, maybe we could do a special guest with uh uh was good possibly i maybe. talked to i talked to fuzzy oh. about possibly being on and he doesn't want to so yeah he's he's a he's a loser 
Just kidding. We, we love you, Fuzz. But, um, yeah, we'll see if we can't get a couple people at least to come in and, and do that. Maybe we can get Sarah on sometime, too. Um, just kind of introduce everybody to the fam. To, a to the fam. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to close out of the Zoom call, and I'm going to do the uh, the closing. Um, again, uh, yeah. Eek, fucking love you, dude. Thank you very much. You're awesome. You're awesome. See you, bro. It's yeah, always so a pleasure. Always. Always. Love you. Love Bye. You. Love you. All right, guys, thank you very much for coming through. I appreciate you all for coming and listening to the podcast. Whether you are here live watching it be recorded on Twitch or you are listening to it on a podcast service, you guys all are fucking fantastic. I hope all of you stay happy and stay healthy in these trying times, and I will see you next month.